everyone, and welcome to another Blastburn Radio Showdown Spotlight. I am your Halloweeny host, Jolly by Nature, and with me, as always, is our spooky, spooky boy, Messer Engine. How's it going tonight, Mess? It's going pretty good. This is the 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 last Showdown Spotlight before Halloween. Uh, so you know what that means, everybody. Mez is being his normal grumpy self, uh, and I'm trying to figure out how, for the second year in a row. Living in a family neighborhood, I can lock the door and pretend I don't live here. You are just, you're just the fucking worst. Why, who made you like this? I just, I don't, I don't like Halloween. It's, Halloween is my least favorite holiday of all of them. Uh, followed swiftly by Christmas. So, so there's that. Yeah, you guys, I hate fun. I know. Don't at me. Well, I am going to drink lots and lots of delicious cider and eat lots of candy and play board games and have all sorts of fun with friends just to spite you, goddammit. Don't worry. I'll have the lights off and be quiet enough for both of us. <laughs> all right, guys. So if this is your first Showdown Spotlight episode, welcome. Uh, in these episodes, we aim to showcase a particular Pokemon, what makes it unique and special, and how it is best used in competitive Pokemon, both in uh, singles, most frequently using Smogon's tiers, as well as in VGC doubles. Uh, for each of these episodes, we also hold our Friday night fight stream and use both our teams that we built and discussed here on the show, as well as teams that you guys submit built around our spotlight Pokemon on the live ladder. We always enjoy doing this stream and especially seeing all of the interesting teams and sets that you guys put together around our spotlight Pokemon. So thank you as always to everyone who submits teams for these streams. It's really, really appreciated and very helpful. Now, as we mentioned last month in our Yeveltal episode, we are trying to we're trying to to check off all the checks on the list and, and hit up some of the meta games that we haven't previously visited. And we've got one for you this week that is both new and seasonally spoopily appropriate. Uh, Messer Engine, who will we be spotlighting this week? This week, we're looking at a good a good friend of mine from our Gen Four series, Haunt the Miss Magius. It's a Halloween witch spoopum. Uh, which is real, real appropriate. To be honest, I'm going to put this out there. We considered showing you a ghost mono with a Ms. Magius on it. Spoilers, guys, it doesn't work. It's real bad. It's real, real bad. So you're going to get, uh, you know, uh, some more traditional metagame instead. Yeah. Now, Miss Magius is classified as the magical Pokemon. She's a magical girl. She's just dead. Oh, it's it's Madoka Magica, you guys. Oh, that's real sad. Uh, <laughs> she was introduced in Generation 4 as a new evolution for the Generation 2 Pokemon, Miss Drevis. Uh, Miss Drevis evolves into Miss Magius when exposed to the Dusk Stone, which was a new item that was also introduced in Pokemon Diamond and Pearl. Uh, Miss Magius is a spoopy spoopy ghost, and she is number 73 in the Sinnoh Regional Pokedex, number 429 in the National Pokedex. Uh, Miss Magius measures just 2 feet 11 inches and weighs only 9.7 pounds. Don't ask me how an amorphous ghost has mass. I just fucking work here. Every time that fucking dust stone com comes up, I get so salty. Your fucking little, <laughs> little monkey just picking them up off the floor being like, hey, you want a dust stone? You want a dust stone? This is your 65th dust stone, Jolly. Meanwhile, I'm over here with a ghost that can only evolve with it. And I'm like, only three more weeks. I can finally make this Pokemon useful. 
Anyways, I'm not bitter. No, not at all. (laughs) The Pokedex has quite a bit to say about our spooky friend, and appropriately, most of it centers around the magical spells she's said to cast. In Diamond, the Pokedex states, Its cries sound like incantations. Those hearing it are tormented by headaches and hallucinations. Uh, That's only mildly terrifying Pokedex. The... Let's see if there are any better ones. Uh, in Pokemon Ultra Sun, the Pokedex states, Feared for its wrath, holy shit, <laughs> and curses it spreads, this Pokemon will also, on a whim, cast spells that help people. Well, that's kind of nice. Maybe she's a good little spookum after all. Uh, we got one more. Let's see. Lastly, in Pokemon Moon, the Pokedex states, Miss Magius have been known to cast spells to make people fall in love. Well, that's kind, I think. So, some people search for this Pokemon as if their life depended on it. Shit, you don't need, like, fucking eHarmony. You just need a Miss Magius, you guys. So, on a first listen, this one sounds, it sounds pretty okay. But the more you you think about it, that's, she kind of seems like something Bill Cosby would want. And that's, that's fucking creepy. Uh... (laughs) sorry folks i I guess the jury's out on whether she's good or bad but i'm sure she means well uh now miss magius is the ace pokemon of fantina the ghost type gym leader of heart home city in Sinnoh. Uh, she's had multiple appearances in the anime including her debut in the episode malice in wonderland where miss magius tricked ash and friends with illusions of their deepest desires Uh, fantina's miss magius also had multiple appearances including ash's gym battle where it was defeated by his chimchar it's not so bad miss magius if you have to lose to fucking ash at least you lost to one of his you know actually good pokemon good good being i don't i don't know if you can say that like by anime standards chimchar was one of ash's good pokemon oh okay okay all right all right i i can live with that now ms magius has access to only one ability and it's solid if not electrifying ms magius's ability is levitate which grants it immunities to ground type moves and grounded effects such as terrain and spikes much like a flying type pokemon now i know that i have fond gen 4 memories of this pokemon but what about you sir you never played gen 4 before our series and you didn't have one during the series what are what are your thoughts so I've always thought that Miss Magius was a, a really, really neat Pokemon. Um, in, in fact, I was really, really tempted if I hadn't played Platinum to pick Pearl specifically to have the chance to use one. Uh, but after having to square off against it, against you every week in the Gen 4 series, I kind of hated it a little bit. It's not its fault. Like, it's it's a good little spoopum, but But I kind of hate it. So, yeah. <laughs> I... As much as Haunt did not perform as well as I would like in Gen 4, partially because it couldn't be all grown up till like week 6, week 5, week 6. And also because by the time we got to that point, its EVs were all sorts of fucked. I really, I really dig the Pokemon's aesthetic. I really like that it looks like a little witch with a little witch hat. I dig the fact that the Pokedex talks about spells. It's a very interesting thing to talk about in pokemon where they have supernatural abilities but it's never magic right it's just stuff that they're capable of doing all in all i i really dig this bond but she's not as great as i would like her to be she's just outshined by a lot of better ghosts uh and that's disappointing but 
for for what she does, she's decent at it. So that's the thing. Well, and you know what's actually kind of neat that I I didn't necessarily notice, and maybe maybe the similarities in my head, but I definitely see it as I was looking at a lot of like images and things as I was preparing for tonight's show. Her face reminds me a lot of like the manic face on the Hex Maniac trainer class. Like when you see their sprites, like there, there's there's a similarity there, and so like there's a part of me that wonders, like, do they die and turn into Miss Magius? Oh God, that's that's a little spooky. I'm never going to be able to look at them the same way again. Yeah, yep, yep, yep. It's Halloween, motherfuckers. <laughs> All right, now uh, in competitive. So w- when Miss Magius debuted in Generation Four, it was it was pretty spectacular. Uh, it's excellent speed and special attack. It's great special bulk, fantastic coverage, and access to the coveted nasty plot made it a premier threat in the underused tier. In fact, it was very usable even in overused because despite being outclassed by Gengar in pure stats. It its access to Nasty Plot gave it a powerful and valuable niche. Unfortunately, however, the the years, the intervening years, have not been kind to our spoopy magical girlfriend. No, they really haven't. The power creep of the subsequent generations has slowly rendered Miss Maggie as obsolete in the higher tiers. If you're looking for a ghost type to bring support and block your opponent's efforts to remove entry hazards with Rapid Spin, Mega Sableye, and Dewblade just do that job better. And if you're looking for a powerful ghost type sweeper, Miss Magus is now competing with the likes of, I can never pronounce this fucking clown gumdrop's name, uh, Blacephalon, uh, Mimikyu, Chandelure, and of course, our dear old friend, Gengar. These factors combine with new and powerful checks, such as Alolan Muck and Bisharp, uh, which, you, you know, we talked about him, and reduced reliance on rapid spin due to Defog's ability to remove hazards, have dropped Miss Magius all the way to the never-used tier in Smogon's rankings. Now, that's not a bad thing, because when used within the NU metagame, Miss Magius, well, I, I, I don't know if it thrives, that might not be the right word, but with proper team support, she's still extremely deadly. Now, in the lower tiers, Miss Magius does exactly what she's always done best. Uh, she sets up with Nasty Plot and she sweeps. Uh, Miss Magius has a fantastic uh, stab type in Ghost, which hits the entire metagame neutrally, except for dark types, which resist, and normal types, which are immune. Uh, in addition, Miss Magius gets access to truly impressive coverage, uh, including moves such as Psychic, Power Gem, Dazzling Gleam, Thunderbolt, Energy Ball, Dark Pulse, and Mystical Fire. The only downside to this truly vast move pool is the lower base power of several uh, of these key types and and moves. Uh, This, however, has simply served to make Miss Magius a prime beneficiary of Z-moves, which allow it to boost the power of its coverage and keep the sweep alive. Now, for utility, Miss Magius does have some interesting and viable options. She gets access to Will-O-Wisp to cripple opponents with status. This can be combined with Hex to deal ludicrous amounts of damage. Taunt to prevent opposing utility. Trick to disrupt an opponent's strategy and force an unwanted item on them. And Destiny Bond to potentially allow her to take an opponent down with her. The crown jewel of Miss Magia's support pool, however, is unquestionably Nasty Plot. The special equivalent to Sword Stance, Nasty Plot boosts her special attack by two stages and allows her to shred through opposing teams after a single boost. 
Now, in Never Used, Miss Magius has only one role, but it's a role that she's very well suited for. Uh, she comes in on a resisted or ideally immune hit, sets up Nasty Plot, and sweeps. Uh, Miss Magius will always run Nasty Plot as she is outclassed by other Pokemon without its sweeping potential. Uh, likewise, Miss Magius will almost always run Shadow Ball for Stab. An argument can be made for Hex if she's running Will-O-Wisp or Thunderwave. However, Hex requires status to be better than Shadow Ball, and is thus generally inferior for securing a sweep. Miss Magius can dedicate a move slot to utility in the form of Taunt, Thunder Wave, or Will-O-Wisp, but it's important to remember that this will always come at the cost of coverage. Uh, Miss Magius will almost always run Dazzling Gleam to hit the dark types that it draws out, and if a third attacking move is run, it is generally Power Gem to hit the powerful flying types in the tier, though other options may be more viable on a case-by-case basis, depending on your team composition. Uh, Miss Magius will generally hold a Z-Crystal, which is usually either the Ghostium Z or the Rockium Z, though an argument can be made for Culberberry to allow it to live a Sucker Punch or a Pursuit and continue its sweep. This set is very strong at what it does, and it even sees play in the rarely used tier semi-frequently. The biggest question, however, when running Sweeping Miss Magius is always when to bring her out and set up. A miscalculation, after all, can cost you your win condition and turn the tide of a match. In general, the weak link of an opponent's team is always what you want to watch for when seeking setup opportunities. But there are a few targets that are ripe for Miss Magius to abuse. The ideal setup fodder is a choice-locked opponent who is locked into a normal, fighting, or ground move. These provide Miss Magius with a free switch in on an immune hit and a free nasty plot as the opponent switches out. However, as Miss Magius' physical defense is lacking, and if these opponents are not truly choiced, this can spell an end for our spooky friend. Miss Magius also switches into and sets up on the bulky poison types that populate the tier, including Quillfish, Garbodor, and Vileplume. Though she does need to fear status from these and should only consider coming in on them if running taunt. Finally, Miss Magius can come in on the slower ghost and psychic types such as Slowbro, Zatu, and Jellicent and threaten them out to secure a turn to set up. Though this should be done with caution as these Pokemon are bulky and Miss Magius cannot secure the one-hit KO without a boost. A level-headed opponent may stay in and hit hard in return. Now, Miss Magius partners well with Pokemon that resist the dark and ghost-type moves that threaten it, uh, such as Drapion, Absol, and Scrafty. Uh, these dark types also appreciate Miss Magius's ability to swap into predicted fighting moves for Freezies. Uh, Miss Magius also has great synergy with fighting types, such as Hitmonlee, Passimian, and of course, ya boy for Loco, as they threaten each other's counters. Finally, as with all setup sweepers, Miss Magius appreciates entry hazards, which helps her net crucial one-hit KOs and keep the sweep alive. Uh, and she will partner well with any Pokemon that brings spikes, sticky webs, and of course, our old friend, Sneaky Pebbles. With her ghost typing and access to taunt, Miss Magius is also able to help prevent these hazards from being removed, which deepens this synergy. 
Now, we said earlier that Miss Magius requires team support, and this is because of her deep weaknesses. Particularly, Ms. Magius is extremely vulnerable to the strong, normal, and dark types of the tier. Fast dark types, such as Sneasel and Choice Scarf Drapion, bulky darks, such as Incineroar, or any user of Sucker Punch, spells ruin for Miss Magius with her poor physical defense. Likewise, normal types, such as Tauros, Ambipom, and Meloetta can switch into Shadow Ball for free and exert great offensive pressure. Dark and normal types with Pursuit are particularly punishing as they can trap Miss Magius in and put a forceful end to her sweep. Now, despite these weaknesses, Miss Magius is a potent force in the tier and one that anyone looking to ladder in never used, and even in rarely used, should have an answer for, lest their day be utterly ruined by this little witch. Now, as a part of the show, we both prepared teams centering around this month's Spotlight Pokemon in the relevant meta. We'll include our team in the show notes for this episode, and we'd absolutely encourage you to take them for a spin yourself. Jolly, why don't you tell us a little bit about your Miss Magius team and how you went about building it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So so this month, as, as, as it's a holiday and as it's one of my favorite holidays, I decided to take a little page, just a little page out of Messer Engine's book. And guess what, guys? I made us a theme team. Uh, so we did. Oh, shit. We did start with our Miss Magius and we named her Winifred after Winifred Sanderson. That's right, guys. We're going full goddamn Hocus Pocus up in this bitch. Uh, so Winifred is a timid natured Miss Magius, max investment in special attack and speed. Uh, she is rocking Shadow Ball, Dazzling Gleam, Nasty Plot, and Taunt. We we considered running Power Gem in that fourth move slot, and we did some playtesting with it. But Taunt is just really, really valuable to, to neuter some opposing Pokemon to secure the setup. And in general, we found more value in that than we did in the coverage. So that's the moves that we went with. She's holding the ghost DMZ to get that never ending nightmare, uh, which was always the only thing on the table because it's Halloween motherfuckers. It's never ending nightmare time. Uh, so that's real, real good. Now, from there, I, I immediately knew that I wanted to build into a, a dark type for all the reasons we talked about previously, to eat all of the dark and ghost type hits that are going to be aimed at our dear sweet Winnie, um, and also just to do a lot of big dick damage, because dark types are real, real good, uh, particularly in never used. There's a lot of strength in, in dark type here. Uh, so we went with an old favorite of your boy. We went with that Incineroar. Uh, we named this one Binks, after your boy Jeremy Binks. Uh, uh, from 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 the film Hocus Pocus, in case it wasn't clear that that's where all these fucking names are from. Binks is a a sassy cat uh, holding the eye of Papa Berry with heavy defensive investment, uh, and he's rocking Fire Blast, Knock Off, U Turn, and Will O Wisp. And again, he's he's a defensive pivot. He comes in, he eats hits, he hits back hard or statuses and gets the fuck back out again, and he's real real good for that. We also knew that we were going to want a fighting type. And in looking at the fighting type options in the tier, it became really, really apparent really early on that the only fighting type we really wanted to be using is, is Passimian, that good, good football lemur. We named him Max Dennison, uh, and we gave him the Choice Scarf. He is rocking Jolly Nature, Max Attack and Speed, Close Combat, Earthquake, Knockoff, and U-Turn. 
And again, he he's real, real fast. He hits real, real hard um, and can potentially sweep late game if given the proper opportunity. So he's real, real good. Passimian is a very good Pokemon. Uh, its ability is receiver, which is absolutely worthless in singles and not even particularly great in doubles. So that's unfortunate. But guess what, guys? His unreleased hidden ability, it's defiant. We've already shown you what kind of crazy shit we can do with that. Just wait until that motherfucker's available. He's gonna he's not gonna be never used anymore, guys. I promise you. <laughs> uh we also we wanted to get some hazards. We really wanted to get some hazards. And so we went with a Pokemon that is low-key a Pokemon that I really, really love, that the community loves to hate on, and that's our Garboder. We went with our broken bag of trash. We named her Mary Sanderson, so she is Kathy Najimy in the flesh <laughs> the resemblance is uncanny uh and she is rocking the rocky helmet impish natured with investment in physical defense uh she's rocking a moveset of spikes toxic spikes gunk shot and pain split and she's just real good at coming in and getting some spikes up she comes in on anticipated physical hits uh, that are neutral to her or resisted and takes those very well. Uh, in particular, with the Rocky Helmet, she makes Ambipom's day an entire fucking nightmare because he's just like, I'm going to fake out. And she's like, OK, you're going to hurt yourself more than me, though. Uh, and that's real, real good. I like that a lot. And of course, Pain Split isn't the best form of recovery, but it does give her some longevity. So that's real useful. Uh, and gunk shot is real great at removing enemy fairies. Now, speaking of fairies, we needed something that was going to be real, real cute uh, to be our Sarah Sanderson. And we also needed some stealth rocks. So we went ahead and we are bringing the Deancey. Uh, this Deancey is sassy natured with max investment in HP and that special D and she is rocking Stealth Rocks, Moonblast, Diamond Storm, and Heal Bell. Uh, that Heal Bell has been really, really valuable. Thunder Wave is all over the place in the never used tier. And I just eat Thunder Waves all day long on half my team and then just switch Sarah Sanderson in, click Heal Bell, and they're all fine again. And it really pisses people off. So that's real good. Uh, in general, Sarah's real good at what she does, but there's also a lot of steel and poison flying around this tier offensively, so she has to operate with some caution. That much is for certain. Now, lastly, we needed a couple of things with, with this team. This team was real good as built, but we really, really needed a grass type to switch into opposing like water and grass hits. We didn't have great switch-ins for those. Uh, and especially for earthquakes, because a lot of this team is weak to earthquake and Winifred as frail as she is, is an unreliable switch in at best. And so grass was going to be the best defensive answer for all those problems. We also really, really needed a defogger. Now, probably the best answer to those specific problems would have been Decidueye, but guess what? This is this is a theme team, motherfucker, so we couldn't take the easy route. Um, instead, we have our Danny Dennison, we have our annoying little sister, and she is a, a prankster whimsicott. So we have the Whimsicott with the Life Orb. Uh, she's timid-natured, max investment in special attack and speed, uh, and she's rocking Energy Ball, Moonblast, Psychic, and Defog. And again, her job is real, real simple. She comes in on the hits that we need her to come in on. She gets the defog off and she hits as hard as Whimsicott can, which is not very, but it's enough in, in the type coverage that we need to do what we needed to do. 
Um, and overall, this team is is really solid. It's not as good as my Bisharp team from the last episode, um, I don't think, but it's still very solid. And I think that I'm able to catch some people by surprise with some of the things that I'm bringing, which is always, of, of course, valuable. I think that Incineroar and Passimian are unquestionably the best Pokemon on this team, and they definitely really shine through. That's really cool. Nobody is surprised that Incineroar is on your team. Z- zero of us. You, you hand me a metagame with an Incineroar in it, and Incineroar is going to be on that team. <laughs> oh, man. I, I'm looking forward to seeing that in action. I really wanted to put a fucking Whimsicott on my team for Flame, and it just did not did not work out. An earlier iteration had it on there, and it just it ended up getting removed in favor of some other things. Oh, it's it's easily the worst thing I could have possibly put in that slot. Like I, one hundred percent, I should be running a decidui there, but but then it wouldn't be hocus pocus. Hey, you know what? You, you don't need to to preach the the theme team sales pitch to me. I'm doing it for the fashions. God damn it! <laughs> All right. So I also built a team because that's what we do, uh, and we started off with. Uh, Hecate, 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 uh, the Miss Magius. We didn't bring uh, the good old haunt. This is a different Miss Magius. Uh, obviously, it's got Levitate. It's holding that Ghost DMZ with max investment in special attack and speed. It's running a timid nature. Uh, and the set we decided to go with was Nasty Plot. Of course, we talked about that. It's always there. Shadow Ball, Dazzling Gleam, and Will-O-Wisp. And Will-O-Wisp, just like you were talking about with Taunt, like being really useful, like more useful than coverage. We've, I've found at least that Willowitz kind of falls in the same place. It's really allowed me to neuter some physical threats, uh, which helps the rest of the team. And that's been really, really good. Next, we were looking for a rocker and there are actually a decent amount of options in this meta for a rocker, but we decided to go with a, a Palisand, uh, Hades the Palisand, holding the Colber Berry uh, to reduce that uh, super effective dark type damage so that we can get the rocks up. Uh, it's got a bold nature with max investment and in hit points in defense. And we are running uh, Stealth Rock, Earth Power, Shadow Ball, and Shore Up. Palisand is an interesting Pokemon. I don't think he's the greatest Pokemon in the world in this tier that could be setting up rocks, but he's a fucking sandcastle, you guys. I just thought that was real neat. And he's kind of a pain in the ass. People don't tend to be a big fan uh, of him because he just kind of sits around and is just a jerk. Uh, next, I wanted a cleric. One of the things that I noted about playing in this tier is I really needed to be able to heal some of my mon. Uh, so somebody using Wish. Uh, was preferred i actually had a mega audino on the team for a little while and it just wasn't working out the way that i wanted so i decided to go with a vaporeon our good friend celeste's one of her favorite pokemon if not her no it's i don't know yeah vaporeon's her favorite it's uh gardevoir's underneath that sorry if i got that wrong celeste but i think i got it right Amphitrite, uh, the Vaporeon with Water Absorb holding the leftovers. Uh, again, a max investment in uh, HP and defense with a bold nature running Wish, Protect, Toxic, and Scald. Now, Heal Bell is something I agonized over because Jolly's right. Thunder Wave is fucking everywhere uh, and status is real shitty. But I was having some issues with making Amphitrite 
worthwhile uh, on its own when it was in. So I ended up going with the protect instead so I can just stall out people with toxic easier. And that has been really beneficial. Scald has been really beneficial as well uh, for hitting the rock and ground types that are in the meta. And frankly, we're running ham all over my team for a little while and until I made some changes. Next, we wanted somebody to set a little status of our own uh, and threaten uh, some some fairies. Uh, and we brought Persephone from from our, our friggin' Gen 3 series with us. Uh, the Vile Plume. She's got Chlorophyll as the ability. More HP and defense. She's just real bulky. Holding that Black Sludge. Running Giga Drain, Sludge Bomb, Moonlight, and Sleep Powder. Persephone's job is to be a pain in the ass. That's it. She just shows up and goes, ha ha, you took a nap now. Or would you like some poison, Mr. Whimsicott? I'm sure you would love some poison. Uh, Persephone's a professional Whimsicott chaser. I run into that Pokemon a lot uh, on the ladder. And she just comes out and goes, shoo, shoo, go away. Next, we were looking at some physical threats. Most of what we have on the team does some form of special damage. Uh, and only... Really, Miss Magius hits hard, especially, but everybody else is doing some form of, of special attack. So we added Hephaestus, but not the Hephaestus you remember. Uh, evidently, there's a Pokemon called Clank Clang, which I was unaware of until today. And it's fucking gears, you guys. I'm the Mezzer Engine. I need it spinning gears. So I threw him on the team, and he's real cool. He's holding Steelium Z, and he's got Clear Body, which, frankly, is fucking incredible. Because shift gear is amazing. The EV investment is uh, 88 in hit points, 252 in attack, and 168 in speed. It's got an adamant nature. And we're running shift gear, gear grind, return, and magnet rise. And if you're not real familiar with this Pokemon uh, or shift gear or gear grind, shift gear gives you two stages of speed and one stage of attack, making it a really good sweeper like you get one up and then you're pretty much guaranteed to be going first uh and then you can just run ham on people gear grind is a steel type move that hits twice uh return is there so that we can hit things that resist gear grind and magnet rises so we don't get murdered by steelix uh even though the appearance of steelix usually causes us to have to get the fuck out because we can't really hurt it at least it's not going to earthquake the shit out of us and last but not least is Aphrodite, our Cincino, uh, with a choice band. Uh, it's running Skill Link as its ability, which is fucking amazing. I learned about this Pokemon by dying to a tail slap from full to nothing. And was like, wow, that's, that's a thing. Uh, I started playing with it and it's real, real good. Uh, Skill Link makes you hit a uh, maximum amount of times with your like multi-hit moves. Uh, the choice band and the the stab damage off of tail slap is really, really good. We're running max investment in attack and speed. Jolly nature, so we can run real quick. And as mentioned, we're running tail slap. We're running bullet seed. We're running U-turn and knockoff. And this little mon uh, was originally called High Society in the because she looks real fancy uh, in the original version of the team. But she's real good. I did make a mistake of utilizing Bullet Seed on a fucking, oh God, the fucking ground horse, uh, Mudsdale. Oh no. Oh no. Oh sweetie. What is you doing? Yeah. And I was like, wow, you are unbelievably bulky now. That is real bad. 
learned my lesson real good. But that's the team. It's really, it's an unusual team. I'm not going to lie. It's weird. Most of this tier is weird, to be honest. But I had fun with it. And it, it does respectably well. A lot of my matches come down to the last two Mon. And it's usually Persephone just running around being a total, total douche to everybody. Just being like, haha, nap time. Haha, I heal myself. Haha, take a sludge bomb. And Amphitrite uh, just healing people up and toxic stalling. But that's a very me thing to do anyway. So no one should be surprised. Yeah, yeah. That is Messer Engine 101. How to be a dick and make people rage quit. You, I, you saw that thing that I posted <laughs> earlier. I played against somebody. It wasn't even with this team. It's when I was, before we made the switch over to Bisharp, I was uh, testing the Mega Mega Houndoom uh, team that I had made. And it wasn't real good, you guys. As we mentioned last episode a few weeks ago, uh, Mega Houndoom is hot garbage and competitive. It's It's one trick is die. That's what it is. I will say, in the right environment, Mega Houndoom can really, really shine. It's actually a pretty good Pokemon, like, on a Sun team in, like, a draft format. But in in Smogon Tears on ladder, yeah, it's it's hot fucking ass. It it is not good. And it got down to, like, the last three Pokemon that I had. And I had, like, a fucking Empoleon and a Moongus. And, like, one other thing that was almost dead and my opponent was running a mono dragon team and had a fucking mega latios and a latios left on their squad and they got so mad i couldn't win let let me be clear i could not win that match all i could do was drag it out and i was gonna do it i was gonna make them fucking earn it and i stayed in when they expected like any reasonable reasonable person would have switched out and they lost their fucking mind, just cussed me out in the chat, and then rage quit. And I was like, what the fuck? Um, funny stories on Ladder, a podcast coming to a feed near you. Um, but yeah, that's that's my, sorry for the, the, the diversion there, but that's my NU squad with, with a ghost on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, oh no, we're not we're not here to tell showdown stories. Maybe, maybe maybe eventually we'll do a special episode where we just tell funny shit that happened on showdown. But today is not that day. Today is <laughs> not that day. All right, guys. Well, those were our teams centered around our good spoopum friend Miss Magius. And as always, again, those teams will be listed in the show notes, the description of today's episode. Uh, they are in Poke Paste links, which you can just for the record for anyone not familiar, click the link copy and paste the the team text out of the link and paste it into Pokemon showdown under import team. It is literally that simple. You will have access to everything we built and you can play with it yourself. See what you like, what you don't like, make changes. Let us know what changes you would make and build your own teams. As always, we really, really love getting the teams that you built around our showdown spotlight Pokemon and then running with those on the Friday night fight stream. It is truly, it's the highlight of this show, quite frankly. And speaking of that Friday night fight stream, that is going to become next friday which will be november the 2nd right after halloween so be sure to look forward to that that one's going to be over on messer engines channel at twitch.tv slash messer engine now if you're listening to that you must know what that means which it's week four of our gen 5 series is coming up next week so get ready to look forward 
to that. Uh, we got a lot of new friends this week, so there's going to be some definite shakeup, and it means our team building episodes will actually matter. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Finally got some shit. <laughs> All right, guys. Now, be sure to email us and get at us. Let us know uh, which Pokemon you'd like to see us spotlight in our next showdown spotlight episode and send in your Miss Magia Center teams for us to use on that Friday night fight stream later this month. You can send those emails to blastburnradio at gmail.com or get at us on Twitter or Facebook at blastburnradio. Now you can always follow me personally on Twitter at Engine, And I'm at BDR Jolly. Now, don't forget, if you are into RPGs and want to play online, make sure to check out my company, Mythic Portal Games, for all of your online role-playing assets. And follow the show, of course, at Blastburn Ready on Twitter and Facebook to stay up to date on what all of our hosts are doing online. I do want to thank everyone for joining us today. I want to give a very special thank you, as always, to my co-host, Messer Engine, for Blastburn Radio. I am Jolly by Nature. Thank you for listening, and we will see you next time. See you next time, folks. Have a happy Halloween. Finally, Ms. Magius can come in on slower ghosts and psychic types, such as Slowbrew. 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 <laughs> <laughs> the drunk, dope, dopey Pokemon.